At the thought of the children they would have together, something warm throbbed to life deep inside her. Then she frowned a little as the tiniest of serpents poked its flickering tongue into her budding Eden. It was Saturday night, and the timetable he was proposing had a serious flaw. I have to work Monday. So do I. So what? We'll call in sick. You can miss one day, can't you? His coaxing was irresistible. Vegas it is, she agreed. Then he laughed and kissed her and bundled her into a cab and rushed her off to her apartment in Logan Circle so that she could grab a few things, which meant basically retrieve her suitcase, which she hadn't even yet had time to unpack. She had just finished up leaving a message for her boss at work when they reached her apartment. Opening the door, stepping into the air-conditioned darkness of her tiny foyer, Allison flipped on the light and typed in the security code to silence the tinny beeping that would turn into a siren if it wasn't pacified within the prescribed two minutes. She was immediately greeted by Clementine's questioning squeak as the cat swarmed in from the bedroom, where she presumably had been napping in her favorite spot, the middle of the bed. Clementine didn't meow like most cats. Instead, she made a variety of sounds, because her voice box had been damaged by the wire loop someone had tried to hang her with, before throwing her tiny, apparently presumed dead body into the dumpster from which she had subsequently been rescued, weak but alive, by a kind-hearted garbage man. Hi, baby. Allison scooped up the cat. There was nothing wrong with Clementine's purr, and she rattled away as she rubbed her head against Allison's cheek in obvious affection. Clementine's silky fur was long and black with a single white spot in the middle of her neck that had made Allison think of a hostess cupcake the first time she had seen her, in a cage at the animal shelter where Allison had been doing her first stint of required pro bono work soon after having been hired by Ellis Hayes three years before. Damn, I forgot about the cat. Having closed and locked the front door and then stood silently watching as she'd typed in the security code, he now surveyed the two of them through narrowed eyes. He'd never met Clementine before, of course. This was his first time in Allison's apartment, in her real life, but he'd heard about the cat, probably way too much, since Clementine was practically Allison's only family and she talked about her a lot. This is Clementine. Clementine, this is Greg, Allison said by way of introduction, then passed her pet over to him. Clementine was non-negotiable, although if he said she had to choose. Love me, love my cat, she added, but her eyes practically begged him. After meeting her gaze for the briefest of moments, he seemed prepared to, tucking Clementine into the crook of his arm, stroking her small head. Clementine's golden eyes looked mistrustful, which wasn't surprising given the cat's history. Allison smiled in relief at the picture they made. I guess I just officially became a cat lover, he said. Better hurry. If the plane has to wait, it costs me, us, a small fortune. Besides, I want to take you to bed, and I promised myself that the next time I did, you'd be my wife. I'm hurrying. Allison turned and headed for her bedroom flipping on lights as she went. His wife. Just hearing the words made her heart beat faster. Waving her tail and chirping, which was Clementine's way of making conversation, the cat was at Allison's side as she entered her bedroom. This time the chirps had an anxious quality to them, as if Clementine somehow knew that Allison was getting ready to leave again. Allison had left food and water out, and Paloma DeLong from Shelter House, the facility for delinquent teens where she had been doing her latest stint of pro bono work, had been checking in on Clementine in her absence. 
She would put out more food and water before she left, and call Paloma in the morning and ask her if she would please keep checking on Clementine for another couple of days. Allison explained the whole thing to the cat as she changed, and Clementine, tail twitching unhappily, watched her from her perch in the middle of the bed. You know, we don't have to wait until we're married. Greg appeared in the doorway to give her a long, lustful look as she stood there in her black slacks and pale peach bra, ready to pull on the zebra print top she loved because the vertical stripes were slimming. She tugged the top over her head before replying, Yes, we do. Now that you've put the idea in my head, I like the thought of waiting for my wedding night. Next time I start talking, remind me to shut up. With a wry smile, he headed toward her as she stepped into her black peep toes, his eyes on the small, packed carry-on that waited near her feet. Her purse lay near Clementine on the bed. His glance took in all those things before returning to her.